0: Welcome in the latest episode of the Five on the Floor podcast, or as we call it these days, the Five Off the Floor podcast. Make sure to check 5 spell it out, F-I-V-E, reasonsports.com for all of your latest South Florida sports news. Nikias Duncan is working on a series about the Heat He's going through twelve players. I think he's stopping before Udonis, Um, but he's doing. He's going through twelve players on the Miami Heat and evaluating them. He started with Goran Dragic. His new episode, or excuse me, new article on Kendrick Nunn will be out tomorrow, and then we're going to start bringing the Caius on the podcast to talk about his season-ending evaluations. And again, we're going to discuss that on the pod today. Uh, Nikias is pessimistic, and I think in some ways we have become so too. Um, But he is going to still be producing heat copy and plenty of Dolphins copy and stories and columns and all kinds of stuff, videos on there up through the nfl draft which comes later this month and is going on all right now we're going to get to one of our new sponsors of the five reason sports network and the five on the floor podcast we added a bunch of new sponsors here recently Um, a lot of uh, local businesses that are looking for our help but also we were looking for their help so we only added south florida businesses and we do appreciate them all jumping on board with the five reason sports network and one of those is the law firm of Gonzales and Tibor, and they specialize in bankruptcy. You can go to their website at bankruptcyisgoodforyou.com. The phone number is 954-678-8354. An attorney will answer your call In addition to South Florida, although they are based here, they represent clients in Orlando, Tampa, and Fort Myers. Consultations are available via telephone or video conference. We know that's important to everybody these days as we've got this stay-at-home order. Bankruptcy is one of the few laws that exists to actually help consumers. The CARE Act's just made some important changes to the bankruptcy laws, so it's important to have a lawyer explain all those changes. They've got payment plans and little to no upfront fees. They can help you or anyone you know if you're lucky enough to make it through all of this with no financial problems. Chances are you know someone who isn't that lucky. Gonzalez and Tybor can help them. Even before the pandemic, a lot of people were carrying a lot of debt and living paycheck to paycheck. Bankruptcy can give everyone a chance to start fresh. It doesn't ruin your credit and most people see an increase of 100 to 150 points on their credit score within a year or filing also if property values drop bankruptcy can be used to modify or eliminate mortgages so here's the website again it's bankruptcy is good for you again that's the number for you the letter u.com dot dot-com and the phone number is nine five four six seven eight eight three five four and now today's episode
1: welcome to five on the floor a Miami Heat and NBA podcast from Ethan Skolnick with Alphonse Sydney, a.k.a. Al 954 Brought to you by the Five Reasons Sports Network.
0: All right, Ethan Skolnick back. We got the whole crew, Alex Toledo and Alphonse Sidney. Look later this week for our reserves draft of the all-time Heat teams, and uh, we'll have a lot of fun. On that one, and so that's certainly something you want to tune into. And after you hear that, we're going to have George Sedano. He's now at ESPN Los Angeles, but of course, um, covered the Miami Heat down here for a long time for 790 and other outlets. And he's going to be evaluating our teams. Today's episode, though, is not quite as sunny. Um, guys, do you think there's going to be, let's start here, do you think there's going to be a, a conclusion to this season, Alf?
2: No. Um I used to think that they'd be able to get some play- uh around uh the playoffs in maybe a shortened version, but the more I look at things, the more you read about um the more that uh that we start to see the stark reality of what's going on there's uh to me there's there's really no way just because the logistics of it like we we were talking about maybe getting everybody in one city, one arena and kind of just I mean, I don't know if anybody watched WrestleMania last night. Um, I did just because they had a WWE channel preview for free. I haven't watched WrestleMania in years, and, like, I'm watching it, and they're just in a warehouse, no audience, and it's just, I mean, the product was, uh, was kind of butchered by it. But even if they could, that would have, it would have to be that kind of model. It couldn't be, uh, you know, arenas all over the country, you know, Just because you have an arena, you have to secure it. There's a million entryways and all this kind of stuff. So it it would be something like uh, a warehouse, basically. You'd have to do it somewhere where the access is really restricted. You can control who comes in and out. And, I mean, could you imagine, you know, the NBA doing something like that? It it would just – it's almost unimaginable. So I I don't see that happening because it's looking like, you know, July before we even start coming into – a normal sense of reality, and to get something together by then would just be damn near
0: impossible. Alex, yes or no? What do you think? Uh,
2: probably,
3: probably leaning no. Uh, you know, it feels like, like I said, everything that we've seen so far uh, has kind of pointed that it's going in that direction. I think they're gonna keep kind of uh, playing it off, though, almost like they're they're not gonna announce that it's canceled until they absolutely have to. Like I, I totally feel like we're gonna get that that type those types of reports. Uh, you know, months from now, let's say August, September, right? Because that's been the time frame that's been laid out by our dear president. Uh, and <laughs> like, I think by then, if they really start to figure out that there's nothing they can do to accommodate, which is probably going to be the case, I would imagine. That's when they end up canceling like September around then.
0: Yeah. I, I spoke to uh, four agents and a couple of team officials, not heat team officials, but on other teams the past couple days. I cannot find any of the six of them who thinks there's going to be a season. Um, The agents are preparing their players for no season. I mean, they have to do that anyway. They're preparing them financially, but also in terms of other, you know, there's other things players have to deal with. They have endorsement contracts. I mean, a lot of this goes beyond just what the salary is on the court, but they're preparing their players for no season. And all of them said, if there's a season, there won't be fans. So I think we can eliminate that. I mean, you mentioned our dear president. I don't want to get overly political on this particular podcast. I'll save that for my next appearance on light-skinned opinions. Uh, but the president has no fucking idea. I mean, I, I, and, and I, I'm not even saying that as a criticism of him. I mean, it's, <laughs> nobody has any idea. And, you know, him putting out this sunny thing about wanting to get the sports leagues back and by, you know, we're going to have big, beautiful stadiums starting in September with NFL games is, is just not realistic by any public health measure. And that's before we enter even, what? Go ahead.
2: Not even realistic. What it is. It's, like I said, I, like you said, we're not trying to get political. But if they did say, OK, you guys can all come back into the arena. Who would want to go?
0: Well, that's the other thing. I, I really I, recommend people listen to the episode I did with Wendy D's because we address this. Uh, it's not just are they going to want to go now? Are they going to have the money to go like, I mean, that's one. I mean, if you've already bought the tickets I mean, that's one thing, and, and we've had a couple of listeners, I really appreciate it. We're going to start giving away some 100 level heat tickets because we've got some listeners who want to give them to people who haven't had them before for whenever it is the NBA comes back. And so we appreciate that. We're going to start doing that on some future podcasts. But the reality is if you haven't bought the tickets already, I mean, and a lot of people buy tickets to dump them on StubHub or one of those things, and we saw with StubHub's not honoring anything right now. Like, there's going to be class action suits, you know, up the wazoo. Nobody's going to use those secondary ticket sites anymore either. So it's not just a it's not just a health issue and not wanting to be in crowds. It's also a I mean, am I really going to go blow hundred dollars to go watch the Heat tonight when I can't pay my light bill? <laughs> you know, it's I, I mean, there's all kinds of calculations people are making that. Are different. The other thing I want to bring up to you guys you know, in addition is, like I said, I, everybody I've talked to so they don't think there's going to be a season. At best, there might be some kind of a tournament without fans. That, that's the best you can do. When you start to see they're starting to do horse and other things like that, you can already see it. But here's the other thing I want to bring up to you guys. So I think there are agents who are not even going to want their players to play. I talked to one who said to me, well, what happens if we come back and the guys are kind of out of shape and you get hurt in the first game, and you destroy your future, you blow out your knee. Like, I'm not saying they're going to refuse, but, I mean, you can't expect guys with a three-, four-month layoff. It's one thing to have a three-, four-month layoff, layoff in the summer when you know when it is and you get on a training routine, but these guys don't know when they're coming back. I mean, you don't put everything into training when you don't know if it's going to be three weeks, three months, three years until you're back on the court. I think there's a whole other health element to this, that we haven't talked about, which is just ligaments and, and bones and joints and everything uh, that are not going to be equipped to handle competitive NBA basketball after a four-month layoff. I just don't think it's feasible.
2: But also, how are you going to ensure people don't get sick? When not even just injuries. I mean, you don't know what contact people have. Like, okay, if, you have, if you're going if, if to have the Heat versus the Pacers, up until what point are you testing to make sure nobody has coronavirus before they get into a gym together?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, it's. It just and you got to wait make... two
0: weeks, Alf. That's the other thing, right?
2: Exactly. The incubation period is two weeks. So, and these people are going. Are you just going to going sequester people? Like, how many NBA players are going to go for that, where they're going to be sequestered like a jury, so they can finish it, uh, So they can finish a few rounds of the playoffs. Like, it's just. I don't see that happening. So if people are going back and forth from home with their families to a gymnasium, even if you lock everybody in the same city, it's impossible. Like it's just, to me, it just doesn't make sense because it's not like even WrestleMania, you have two people in a ring, two people in an announce booth, and they had Gronk, which was, I don't know where that came from. And they had (laughs) Gronk on a balcony somewhere. Like you can control the space there. When there's 10 guys on the floor, Mm -hmm. um, there's, there's seven guys on each bench coaching staffs. Like you, first of all, you're breaking every rule, every rule, right? So you'd have to wait till this, to all the social distancing rules become completely lifted. uh, And then, then you would have to say, okay, now we're going to have training camps and then we're going to try to put together uh, a playoffs. How long does that take? And what month does that put us in? Because, if I'm, I'm my, by my calculations, we're talking about October and it's yeah. time to start a new season.
0: Right. And don't you think Alex, if you take a look at, they're going to be looking at the other leagues also. Okay. Now the NBA to me is always the most progressive league was the most aggressive this time. All the part of it is the NFL wasn't in season. So it's, it's hard to hold that against them, but Roger Goodell probably put would have put his guys out there longer than Adam Silver do, did. I, I believe, I, I just feel like Adam Silver cares more about his players. Roger Goodell cares about the 32 guys in suits. Okay. That he, re, that he represents. Um, but how, I, I mean, to me they may take some cues from the NFL. Right. And our Alfredo Ortega of three yards per carry has made this point. Like, I mean, even if you if, oh it's all clear in september nfl is going to have a month of training camp like you can't start that sport on a dime <laughs> right like mm-hmm. you can't just say hey guys yeah okay just start hitting each other It'll, i mean we even see teams like they don't even put the pads on for 3 weeks anymore right so so we're going to all of a sudden like the nfl is 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 all clear in september they they still would not play till the middle of october and by then you know, you would be starting a new NBA season. So I, I guess I, I come to you on this, Alex. I mean, is there even any point? I mean, other than financial, like we all want to see basketball, but like, I, I just don't think there's any way we would see a good product anyway. I, I So I, I don't even know what we're talking about, honestly.
3: Well, I think everybody would appreciate the product regardless. Like, like we talked about last show, I think people would love just to have basketball and I argued against just, you know, bringing back the playoffs without court I mean I mean without a crowd and you know just trying to do the tournament that way but again it really is just for financial reasons and to you know appease the fans other than that I don't know how it's not going to be a you know a safety risk or a health hazard however you want to classify it right like it depends on what happens with this whole situation and it is what would be the way right what would be the path forward for it to be cleared as somehow safe for fans either with or without fans like what would need to happen that's what I'm confused about
0: well, I think with fans uh, again, I don't think there's any way it can happen in 2020 are you are do, are you Alf, do you even think we're going to see fans in the stands of any sport in 2020
2: um I could see maybe towards uh, November December um, if if things really quiet down if we do what we're supposed to do, but I mean, you still see idiots gathering, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no. who knows um, but
0: I mean, there are churches open today,
2: yeah. And listen, next week, next Sunday, Easter Sunday, there's going to be churches open everywhere, and they're going to be packed. Um, which is, and it's my birthday, and my dumb ass is staying home, but no, you got to go to, uh, you got to go to church. But, um, no, I don't, I maybe November, December, but then you, then you look, and they say there might be another flare-up at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So I think anybody trying to make, like, the you know, I know what the commissioners are trying to do, I know what the government is trying to do, I know what everyone's trying to do, they're trying to paint a rosier uh, not a rosy picture because i think there's been a lot more realism lately but I, I think they want to give americans a sense that we are going to get back to normal soon but i don't know what that normal is going to feel like in in six months and so you, maybe november december but i doubt it like there's To me right now, it's just, it's a complete crapshoot. It just, it really depends on how we handle this as a country. And right now we're not handling it very well. So it kind of gives you the impression that we're not going to get back to normalcy anytime soon.
0: And here's the other part of it before we get to break. And everybody talks about the power that the federal government should have. But as again, I don't want to talk politics too much, but the federal government has basically abdicated a lot of its responsibilities, right? Okay. Over the past month. (laughs) And, and I think abdicated uh, the public's trust. And the states have had to take control, right? Particularly a handful of governors, okay? Um, So Gavin Newsom in California, Andrew Cuomo in New York, uh, the Republican Governor of Maryland, whose name I forget, but I think he 's done a really good job, Mike DeWine, a Republican Governor of Ohio, who I think has been out front and done a really good job and then uh, a bunch of Republican governors who just do whatever the hell Trump says and and so they 've exposed people to the virus, basically, uh, including ours right um, so i I think that uh, the one thing people are not considering is that there are states that are just not going to allow this to happen and we just saw it alf with what happened in california with gavin newsom where i, I don't did you see it he basically said there's not going to be any stadiums open here <laughs> like, he was like kids from my ass we're going to play football <laughs> right <laughs> I, mean, I mean the chargers stadium will look the same right like that that's not going to look yeah exactly
2: good. But, well, but that, uh, that's what I'm saying, Ethan, if they do it, if they, I, you, I know you didn't watch WrestleMania, but it was no, literally didn't. in a warehouse. Mm-hmm. I could tell because I don't know if you've ever seen been in a warehouse and seen one of those big ass fans. Like they're literally yeah. called big ass fans. That's the name of the company. And if they had one of those above the ring, it was a warehouse. That is the only way that you could do like and that. You could do the NBA. Now, how do you do the NFL? I, you I can't have it in these, can't. Wide, in these wide open spaces no, because security risk. Right, right. Like you want to limit it to a certain amount of people. How do you limit it to a certain amount of people in a huge NFL stadium? You well,
0: can't. there's going to be these counter risks, right? So for years and years and years since 9-11, the last 20 years, the biggest risk in stadiums has been terrorism, right? Okay, so that requires, okay, up close and personal checks of people entering – <laughs> the arena or the stadium right like when you and i go into american airlines arena not only do we get checked at the front but not only do we get checked at the front but then we put our bags down and the dogs sniff them right as soon as we get in okay it's always been a little bit odd to me that if you get in slightly after tip off they don't do that anymore but <laughs> but they they do do it up until yeah, that you- point we probably right? should cut that part. <laughs> no, because I think it should change. Honestly, I think we should leave it. Uh it should change. I you're mean, if you're...
2: No, but providing it, it... a path for terrorists.
0: <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, no, I mean I I think that the arenas should be checking the entire game. Why stop once uh Bam Adebayo takes the tip against Rudy Gobert, right? Like I don't understand. Is the terrorism risk gone at that point? doesn't make any sense. It's it's kind of this half pregnant thing, like which is exactly how we're treating coronavirus in this country. So to, to me, uh, the thing that I think has to happen here uh, is an acknowledgement that a lot of these States are just not going to want these sports back. They're not going to want to deal with it. They're not going to want to the security people. There are security people who may want to go back to work, but they're going to be scared. Um, I I just, I, I don't, I don't see how there's any way. I just don't. Um, I, I, like you said, I, to me, the NFL is the least likely to come back. That's why this whole thing about Trump talking about, you know, the big beautiful stadiums with the NFL games. First thing, when does he, since when is he like the NFL? Um, I mean, as long as, as long as you're not kneeling, right. It's all good. Um, But I'm sorry, this is turning into an episode of LSO, but, but uh, I, I I just don't see a scenario uh, where you can play NFL games. And so to that end, I just think the schedule catches up with the NBA. I don't think it's just the risks. I just think it's once you get into August or September, what is the point? And so after the break, we're going to talk about what next season might look like and also what is lost potentially around the NBA. We've talked about it from a local perspective with the Heat, but what's lost around the NBA if there's no season? But now a word from another of our sponsors.
2: All right, guys, before we get back to the show, I want to welcome everybody to our newest sponsor, Apollo Leaf, okay? Apollo Leaf provides top-of-the-line premium CBD extracted and then formulated for maximum benefit. Apollo Leaf offers unique products like their sleep sprays and energy sprays, which are especially useful for this current turbulent time, right? People ask me all the time, Alf, why CBD? Well, CBD benefits include anxiety reduction, increased focus, sleep assistance, pain relief, and more. Apollo Leaf is based out of Miami, so they're local, and they only source ingredients from top farms in the USA. Apollo Leaf uses broad-spectrum CBD that includes all the benefits of the cannabis plant, but removes all the THC. So go now to www.apolloleaf.com and use code HEAT at checkout for 25% off your first order. That's right, guys, the code HEAT, H-E-A-T, your favorite basketball team, and that's 25% off at apolloleaf.com, A-P-O-L-L-O, leaf.com. Now back to the episode.
0: All right, before we get back to what might happen in the twenty. uh I'm excuse me, that would be the twenty-one twenty two no excuse me. No, the twenty twenty-one season, right? No, which season would it be? Yes, the twenty twenty-one season. What day uh, is it? I have no idea. Before we get this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited. flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge so learn to make time for what makes you happy with better help visit betterhelp.com slash miami heat today to get 10 percent off your first month again that's BetterHelp help com slash miami heat
1: You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
0: To that and what's going to happen. Uh, let's look at some things around the league uh, that would be affected if there's no season. I, I, I have a couple. I was wondering if you guys came out. We've, we've talked about a couple of these guys like Vince Carter never playing again. Um, but there's other things that will be affected. Like, you have guys like LeBron James who's chasing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for all-time points record. He loses 20 games in his prime, right? Um, the Lakers still haven't made the playoffs in the last seven seasons because <laughs> this one doesn't count. Uh, we've talked a lot about the Bucks and, and the Giannis factor and whether or not he's more or less likely to stay. What, what do you guys think on that one? If, if he loses a season – and now he has only one season before free agency. Is he more likely or less likely to stay in Milwaukee, do you think?
3: I mean, it makes it more interesting, right? Because now there's if if that season is canceled, there's only going to be one try. There's only going to have one try to, you know, getting to the finals, which would be expected at this point of him and the Milwaukee Bucks. But also one try to win the title. And, you know, that's the only way to guarantee he returns, right? And, and he said over and over that he wants to return. But it definitely makes it more interesting, right, With, than, than – as opposed to him having two tries and where it looks like they were about to go to the finals this year. Now it's just going to be <laughs> one year, one year to prove to Giannis that he should stay there. So it'll, it makes it interesting.
0: Do, see my only question on that? I I'm with you in part, but Alf, I almost think he's going to feel, I think some of these guys are going to feel more indebted to the place they're at. Right? Like, I mean, I mean this, if, if this was his best chance,
2: being quarantined in uh, Milwaukee for sixty days might make you change your mind about things. So, <laughs> I mean, um, but yeah, I think Alex is right. I think the fact that it shortens that window makes things very makes things really interesting because this this might have been his um, best chance because mm-hmm. when he comes back, Kevin Durant's going to be staring him in the face, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And other teams have are going to have a chance to improve a little bit this off season. Miami might be able to make a, uh, a move or two. Uh, we're not sure. But first and foremost, he's going to be staring down the barrel of Kevin Durant and other teams that might have gotten better. And, you know, this year the East was wide open. Who knows what the East is going to look like with KD and Kyrie Irving on the same team. So uh, it does make things interesting. Like what what happens if, if they kind of, you know, they, they stumble out the gate and, They, you know, they come in as a third seed and they lose in the second round. I mean, could you imagine him taking off that jersey, going to the tunnel and making decisions in 2021 uh, about his future? I mean, I, I, I
0: could see it. Especially if next season is a shortened season, too. And that's the other thing. And I'm going to share a conversation I had with an agent, pretty prominent NBA agent. Okay, so here's a back and forth. I'm not going to say who this is. He doesn't represent anybody on the heat. Okay, that's all I'll say. What's your best guess? Quote, I don't think they play again, but it's so much money they're going to try like hell. And I said, well, maybe no fans when they return. But, okay, he said, "A 1,000% no fans. He says, I don't think there will be fans at the start of next year. So then I asked, could they start next season in December, play this one out with a shortened playoffs break, then start? He says, they don't want to do that but might be unavoidable. So apparently, and I heard this from somebody else, the NBA wants to keep next season's 82 intact. Oh
3: my God!
0: But I don't. But I don't. Of course think they that, do. Of course. Well, yes, because they have. They're gonna have to make up the money from this time. But I don't think it's feasible. I don't like. I, I, like I said, depending on what happens this year. Um. And he basically said, "Uh, I said I said at least the NFL can have a normal draft and keep the league year." He says, "Who cares? It's going to create a salary cap nightmare, and the Bri split." is going to be screwed. This, uh, he said this draft was shit anyhow. Um, well, that's, that's true. Uh, but here's, here's the thing. The BRI, for people who don't know what that is, that's basically the basketball rev share between the players and the owners. This has been the big fight in every agreement. Okay, that, that the, team, you know, the NFL has had fights, too, although they just signed a 10-year deal. This is the big fight. What percentage do the players get? What percentage do the owners get? it's going to be totally messed up now totally messed up and the and the top end number what they're splitting is basically going to be sliced by 30 percent remember the the china thing had already hit right with darryl Morey. so that was one hit this is now the second thing that came from china right that's destroyed the nba um there's going to be a lot less money so when we start talking about teams guys and what they might have to spend Like, some of these teams that thought they had salary cap space don't. Okay? So, like, if you're – and here's for some players. If you're Danilo Gallinari, you should have taken the two-year extension from the Heat, right? Like, I know he wanted the three. You should have taken the two. Nobody has money for him now. Like, you were looking at – there were, like, a handful of teams. I think the Heat were fourth on the list, but, like, all the other teams were unattractive. It was, like, Atlanta, New York – a handful of others that had salary cap space next year not a lot of them you can i mean it, i don't think if you had 15 million in cap space it's probably gone now um you have I mean, to think
2: 15 million it almost seems like a low number
0: right it might be a lot more i think every team is going to be over the cap
2: that's what every i'm team. thinking
0: and right? like so who, all these all
2: these guys that are free agents are they all just going to be taking vet minimums and and uh uh, I, I uh, think they would exceptions? have
0: to t- I will think they'll have to take the exception, which was at about nine and a half million. Um, but it may be lower now. I again I don't know. I have to figure out the impact on this cap as opposed to the future years cap, but uh but it would it would be lower than I would anticipate. But I don't think that there's gonna be money for these guys. And and let's let's now extrapolate this to the heat. We've talked about a lot about Mickey's troubles, right? And I saw the stock is down even more. It's down 84% now from the top, from where it was. I mean, can you imagine that? I mean, I know how rich he is, but 84% <laughs> of it's gone. Um, it's pretty drastic. And who knows when it's coming back. So, but all, other than that, we were talking about it. Well, you could keep all these guys over the cap or whatever. Or you could use cap space. How does this affect Dragic? How does this affect Jay Crowder? How does this affect <laughs> D, DJ DJJ was on a... Uh, a conference call this week and said he wants to finish his career in Miami. Jay has said the same thing. Dragic has said the same thing. That's three of the guys, right? The fourth is Myers Leonard. He's been screaming the same thing. You, so you have four guys is, who are free agents who want to be here, and I don't know if the Heat's going to be able to keep two of them. If but who else even
2: has the, money to, who else has the money to sign them? Well, well that's we a question. And now, and here's another thing to think about. When, when all these machinations get worked out, what is going to be the difference between what uh, Milwaukee can guarantee Giannis or a free agent team can guarantee Giannis? Correct. Right. Correct. Because who? I mean, who knows what this? Does it mean that they can still give him? I don't know. Not super max or whatever the max salary that they're going to be able to give him compared to what even the Heat like? Let's say the Heat are down to fifteen million, and right. they have the – You know, the, and and the 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 Bucks are still able to offer a true backs. Then, well, know, they would be complete. able to
0: offer a true max, but I think, well, again, the how- max might
2: be lower, but we don't like, right. that's right. the thing we don't even know. But right. those are, like, this is going to be one of those things where um, guys like Jimmy Butler are good. <laughs> you know well, what I mean?
0: well, well, it's funny you say that. It's, fu- I, it's funny because I talked to somebody close to Jimmy. Thank God we got that deal done last offseason. Uh, because right? right? I mean, the guys who signed last year, the guys who signed the one-year deals last year thinking that at least they would – and there weren't a lot of them. But the guys who signed one-year deals thinking they were going – Every player on to- the Knicks. This year. Right. Every player on the Knicks is screwed, right? And then there's other teams. Like, so, okay, let's this, – this came up. The Clippers, right, who don't have that many first-round picks to give up because they gave Oklahoma City basically all of them, right, and Paul George trade, they gave up a future first for Marcus Morris. Who's going to walk? So I mean, we could talk about the Heat and what they did, giving up justice to get Iguodala and and you know Crowder, and that that may end up not paying off because you're not going to get to see them in the playoffs. And now you have Iggy signed for 15 million for next year, uh, which doesn't look great. But the Clippers, I mean, the Clippers just, I mean, they just gave up another first round pick plus other things to get Marcus Morris, who they're probably going to lose. Although I do think if you just look at it, I think it's well, everything we're talking about. We don't know what the numbers are going to be, but everything we're talking about sort of lends itself to guys staying put. Doesn't it?
2: Yeah. Like, I think st- stability yep. is going to be huge. Right. I you, mean, you, there, you
3: guys leaving with this though. It's, it's, I think you guys are right. It's going to make a, this is going to have some effects on free agency. Like, are the heat going to end up wanting to spend on, on, on somebody else in free agency now, you know how we, we were kind of thinking, what if they go for a DeRozan or somebody else like that for a one year deal for like Gallinari.
0: Oh, I think that's out. I think that's it
3: and will they be able to re-sign all four of their guys? <laughs> well, right. you know what's well,
0: funny.
2: Right. Are the are the Knicks uh, <laughs> in the best position? Like they have no money. I mean they ha- I mean they have nobody on their books.
3: Ah right, well nobody on their team either. Right. Yes, but I mean, right. are they going to be the
2: only team? Are they going to be the only team with any money to sign anybody? They but is might. it going to be the one year where the, it just doesn't matter? <laughs>
3: well, they'll they'll
0: they'll, they'll bring Gallinari back, right? I mean, but I mean, there weren't that many players oh, yeah. that were going to be out there anyway. But I mean, it's it's a weak weak, weak class. I mean, and, and the prize of the class is Anthony Davis, and there's no way he leaves now. No way. I mean, that they were well, I mean, that changed too, because I think that the Heat, you know, thought they had like an outside chance at him. If everything blew up in the playoffs, now there are no playoffs, and he's going to want to see this thing through. So I, I don't see any way that he goes.
2: Well, if the Knicks don't, the Knicks have team options on all their guys.
0: They do. They could. They, a lot of them. They could just bring. So them if home.
2: they brought everybody back for one year, they. I mean, their books are, be, are completely clean for twenty twenty one. Yeah, they
0: could bring them all back for one year and still win twenty six games. But yes, that's, yeah, that's but, true. But
2: they're going to be the only team with any money.
0: Yeah, Even still. if the salary Still, cap
2: drops to 60 million. They'll have 60 million.
0: But, but I don't think this is as much of an issue. Okay. And you're right. And so could they go grab a Dragic? I saw that the report, you know, one thing we haven't talked about on the podcast, we probably should is that the one thing that can be happening now is poaching front office executives eventually. And uh, Greg Sylvander reported something I'd heard also. And now it's, it's been confirmed by others. Chicago bulls have basically decided to send Gar Foreman out to pasture and sort of put, packs in and charge kind of sort of but bring in somebody to run the show and there was a report by i guess joe callie um, who covers them from the sun times it's very plugged in there who said that the plan is to essentially create a heat style organization which also means looking at some of the heats players and two that were mentioned were i believe uh goran dragic and Derek jones jr and also looking at one of the heats at least one of the heats executives uh, which is, and I've been saying this forever, there's no way Adam Simon's not going to get an opportunity to to manage somewhere else because he's simply too good uh, to be buried in a front. He's not buried in the heat front office, but we obviously know they've got six or seven capable people. And, you know, so Adam's not going to ascend to the top spot, but he has an opportunity to do that maybe somewhere else. So the Bulls may come after him. So that's another concern, guys, because let's let's look at it this way. Let's say that Adam gets an offer uh, and and he has been... The Duncan Robinson thing was basically him, okay, (laughs) if you know. And if you listen to the podcast that Adam and Andy were on with us, I mean, Adam didn't want to say it, but uh, they were on with me together. We talked a lot about Duncan. You know, Duncan was basically him. There's a lot of other guys. Uh, Tyler Johnson was basically him. There were others that that he's found. He's really good at his job, um, and he doesn't ask for a lot of credit. But he's going to get an opportunity somewhere. And my question is, is Mickey going to match salaries to keep – top talent here in the front office also is Shane Batty going to get an opportunity somewhere else? Because these are other things with Mickey we haven't talked. So it's more than just the players. I just think everything we've been talking about for the last nine months is basically irrelevant now. Would you agree on that? Like, because it's it, everything's Pretty been much. thrown. Right.
3: Uh, I mean, the thing is everything is still so in question, right? It's like, we don't know what's going to happen and now everything's just been delayed. And now it's just like, well, I guess we'll keep talking about all these other things we were talking about all season next season. And I guess we'll just resume then. But everything's been reduced by one year. Like, everything happening with 2020 for agency and the draft, it's up in question. Like, everything is fluid right now, right? We don't even know what's going to (laughs) happen. This is so weird.
0: Well, what about the draft? You mentioned the draft, right? Okay, and we haven't talked about the draft on here at all, but we were gonna start, I was going to start bringing people on to evaluate players because, to be honest, I haven't watched a, a minute of college basketball this year. <laughs> like, I, and People are throwing – Brady Hawk, who, who writes for our network, has been writing about the five guys. You check it out on the site, the five guys that he could look like, look at with their late first-round pick. And I know Vernon Carey Jr. because I watched him in high school and I saw him play once at Duke, but I, I don't watch a lot of college basketball until the tournament because I'm, I'm following the NBA. And I know that like Eric Spoelstra doesn't either. Like you know, they, they obviously he'd have people who are doing that, like Adam included, and Chet and others. But I mean, the draft, like, are we? Are, I assume we're going to have a draft on time in June. While the a virtual is draft, it, like NFL. Right, but is it possible? There, but at least the NFL season is not going on right now. Like, right. So does the does the NBA hold a draft while still in limbo on finishing? the 1920 season.
2: They have to make a decision about the regular season first, right? You know, are you they just going to keep the league everybody league. at the seating the, that they're at?
0: Yeah, well, that's true too. That's true too, right?
2: You know, because you can't, you can't hold a draft with seating and then decide to play four more regular season games and playoffs. Right. So for them to have a draft in June, they would have to basically uh, commit to saying, we are not going to even try to play any more regular season games. And but they they probably still be trying to hold out hope for the playoffs.
0: But the playoffs typically uh, the playoffs change the seating though. That's the thing in in the, in the draft. Oh, that's right? true. And and there's a lot, and so they'd have to hold that steady. And there's a lottery also. And so, do you hold the lottery? Like, there were teams down the stretch that were going to be trying to lose to get more lottery balls. They don't get the opportunity. Not, not that I'm saying we should encourage that, but they don't I get the opportunity. I saw Ira point
2: out the fact that, you know, at least there'll be no chicanery with the. Uh, I love the well, fact they use that word chicanery.
0: He uses uh, that a lot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, that, there'll be no chicanery with the teams at the bottom trying to angle for position. Like, listen, right. you are what you are at this point.
0: Right, but okay. Could you make the case now for just abandoning the draft and just saying, "Okay, we're just going to make the college players"? It's too complicated. The season's still going on. We can't seed it. Everybody's a, everybody's going to be do what we've said that for years that they should be doing anyway. Oh, Ed, listen, I would. Everybody's I, a col- be Everybody's a college free agent. Everybody's a free agent. That's you know? how
2: it should be. That's, I mean, that's how it should be in the first place.
0: But um, then how do you hold opinion. a recruiting visit? So, in other words, because we've always said, okay, let's say last year, Zion, right? You had Zion, you had John Morant, you had whatever, okay? R.J. Barrett. You were going to have them, you know, our whole thing was, why are we allowing these teams to tank, okay? You should have these guys make official visits to the NBA teams, okay? And the teams that impress them and have the cap space to sign them can sign them, okay? I mean, that's been our theory on this forever. Why reward the bad teams for being bad? You can't even put these guys on a plane, though. So like, how do you even do that? Like, i I'm just Skype, I guess. Right. Skype
2: call. It's a complete this. shit show, man. It's a complete <laughs> shit show. It is. Anybody who's acting like they know what's going to happen is absolutely insane.
0: I, I feel for Adam Silver, man. How do you figure all this stuff out while you're trying to deal with the owners? You're trying to deal with the players. You got one owner in Mark Cuban who's now thinking of running for president. You've got other owners who, as I talked about with Wendy on the pod, you've got some owners like the Houston owner and the Miami owner who are seriously affected by this because they they are in the entertainment and travel leisure businesses, right, which are the most service, which are the most impacted by this. I mean, Houston, the Houston owner owns the casinos, right? Okay. Miami owner owns the the cruise ships. And then you have other owners like a Dan Gilbert in Cleveland who probably aren't going to be impacted by this very much at all because... um, I mean, he's in mortgage refinance, uh, which you know the rates, you know, at least for a while have been coming down. So I mean, every situation you got to deal with the different, uh, the, sort of the different, uh, you know, aims of all of these different owners, and then you got to deal with the players, and the players are going back to their agents right now, and I can tell you they don't know what the hell's going on, and the agents are trying to find out from the league, and then you've got these endorsement deals, some of which are going to cancel automatically because the players can't fulfill them right now. It's it's just like, I, I mean it's and now this other thing came up about how much of the salary you're going to take away which i don't know how that's been negotiated at this point so i, I it's just it's it's uh it's bad do you guys feel any better after the podcast at all no no
2: it's a shit show not at
0: all it's gonna be the title can we call it that it's a shit show we're gonna call it just,
2: that. just uh <laughs> just censor shit
0: just, said, just All right. We don't censor it on the podcast. I, I have an allergy. I'm not sick. Um, check out uh, the, fi- <laughs> the, five, I, the worst possible time for this to happen because <laughs> I don't go out often at all. Trust me, I'm staying at home. But when I've had to run out for a couple of emergency things or fill the cupboard from Publix, I've, uh, I've worn a mask, but I'm coughing and it has nothing to do with this. I, this time of year, I always do. Uh, check out the five reasons sports youtube page um uh, got lots of new stuff we did a new show last night which actually alf made a, a brief appearance on at the end i don't know if he saved it or killed it i'm not sure uh it's called five reasons to drink we're gonna be doing Andy. that every friday or saturday night uh basically just drinking and talking sports and trying to get through this um alex as soon as you're old enough you can be on and <laughs> uh, and alex alex you're also are you guys are you guys gonna stream you guys decide we're gonna stream the uh the tournament with the uh, the, the, NBA, the the heat all-time heat thing. Are you and Nikias going to do that? Is that or or play the play the play two K to it?
3: We're working on it. Uh, I'm trying to. We're trying to get the scheduling in order. Maybe to do it sometime this week after the pod comes out. Okay. Or uh, we draft the rest of our teams and hopefully it's going to be me, Nikias, and Brian Goings from Miami Heat beat uh, all controlling our three all-time heat teams.
0: So has got my if I go team, to right? the stream
3: that. Yeah, I think Nikias. We haven't done that yet, but I'm almost. It's almost a guarantee that Nikai is going to pick your team. He's known to pick, you know, to play with Bam. You know, it has LeBron. I just, I don't. I mean, honestly, there's no way he's picking house team over your team. That's for sure. <laughs>
2: wow. <laughs> is Brian any good?
3: I don't know, but we're the only three 2K players, and I think that's the way we're going to do it. I know that Brian plays. Brian definitely plays.
0: All right. Well, that makes sense. That'll be fun. Uh, so, Donna, going to judge it. Uh, also, check out all of our other great sponsors, DoralToyota.com, OneCallLegal.com uh, if you need legal help. As we mentioned, also, uh, Gonzalez and Tybor, if you have a bankruptcy issue. We've got Apollo Leaf. Um, and, and so certainly check that out. We're going to be promoting all this on social media, lewispeters.com. If you have an insurance issue, we added a ton of new sponsors. We really want to help the community out. Reach out to us if you want to be involved. Have a great night.
3: Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional
0: Sports Network.